Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. And by this, I mean corn harvesting season. Uh, that beautiful time of year. It's that time. We're in the rows today. We are. I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Charlie. This is a movie podcast. We're diving into all 11 of the Children of the Corn oh, movies today. I, I've oh. only seen the first one. <laughs> I was not I'm going to riff this. on the 11. <laughs> it's corn season. We're in the corn. We are the Children of the Corn. I recently saw this in the theater for the first time ever. That's great. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm ready to talk corn. All right, let's get into it. This is one of the first Stephen King stories I read, because mm. it's in Night Shift. Yeah, yeah. Which has like a ton of different short stories that got adapted into movies, even the bad ones, like The Mangler. They're all, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all the ones that you could see in hindsight are Bob's, like sometimes they come back, you know? Yeah, not a lot of classics come but they, from this, but they're but really weird, like ones. Lawnmower Man. Oh, okay. Like I stand the corrected. Ten, the eight pagers. <laughs> We're getting an option, man. This is this is King was hot. Oh, he was hot. This was seventy eight when that was published. Yeah, he in had, the next six years, Carrie. eight years, decades. Yeah, were based on Night Shift. It's insane how fruitful this book was. And Children of the Corn is like a simple twenty page story. Mm-hmm. It is a very easy story. It's basically one act, but it's kind of good. I it's kind of kind of good, right? Yeah. I was into this. So I'd read the story a long time ago. Never seen the movie. Hmm. Not sure why. Maybe the kids. You know. We've seen so many good, cool kids in town movies. Yeah. Like Brotherhood of Satan. I feel like this one wasn't like brought on as much when I was growing up. Like you saw a lot of King play on TV. Sure. I don't know if I ever saw Children of the Corn playing on TV. Was it too much? I mean. Was TNT just like, nah. We're not going to show a whole town of kids. Yeah, they were like, I don't like they how all the adults They slaughtered all killed. the adults. <laughs> That's bad I'm for I'm not us. sure. You'd have to cut that down. I've never seen the edited version yeah. of Children of the Corn, but you miss a lot of the... the, pro, the, the <laughs> it's a lot of cutting away and seeing that someone squirt some ketchup on the A ground. lot of the backstory of this town would get cut out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a pretty simple story, and the book, not a lot of kids. Hmm. Very little kids. Two or three children of the The court. bulk of the story is uh, Linda Hamilton and Peter Horton arguing in the car. Oh, sure, sure. They're like a couple going through a divorce. That's a great King thing where it's just right? one scene of a couple fighting and then weird shit is happening around them. 75% of the children of the court story is this couple at each other's throats. <laughs> the most unpleasant thoughts between wow. them. And they're like saving their marriage, but they're driving through the worst state to drive through. And they are just on each other. Oh, man. They are nitpicking every detail. So this 20-page story is like 13 pages of him being like thinking, this bitch <laughs> like, in her thinking the like how did i ever love this guy wow. like, oh boy and i kind of like that the movie is uh kind of a charming little uh yeah movie doesn't do that at all no movie these are, these are a couple lovebirds who yeah. 
Linda Hamilton's doing a cute dance in the beginning of this movie to try to sex up her. He seems pretty uninterested, but they're nice to each other. <laughs> yeah. They're having a good time. There's some respect here. Yeah. These people actually like each other and <laughs> care about each other. He's going to be a doctor. She's his uh, yeah, loving wife. How cute is she? This oh, is yeah. cute. This is the same year as Sarah Connor, man. I was going to say, yes. This is Six 84. months before Terminator. What she a, had a knockout busy, year, man. Busy couple years there in the 80s. She is so good. Yeah. And this is such a cute, soft side of her the same year she is the baddest ass I know. of the decade. This is such a like cute and scared performance. Yeah, she's not a badass at all in uh, Children of the Corn. She's wearing the great... She's pretty helpless. Like, she's got the great Laura Dern in Jurassic Park outfit. <laughs> she does. Like the yeah. khaki shorts and the loose button-up. I love her in the loose button-up. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving Linda Hamilton. She's so good. Uh, but you never see her get to play the like "aye" <laughs> <laughs> kind of part, and I'm kind of into it. Mm-hmm. And Peter Horton, who you guys we talk about all the time on our thirty something pod. Oh yeah, if you're not listening you're not, to yeah. something pod, two late thirties and one early forties talking thirties, <laughs> get on it. Instagram that. But <laughs> this is a simple movie, and I like the lighter direction and the actual couple. Uh, liking each other mm-hmm. before their lives are turned to absolute terror because in the book it's just like you know what i don't care if i locked her in that car surrounded by kids yeah yeah you know maybe this is how it had to be no but yeah so 75 percent of the story is this couple driving through nebraska thinking they've just passed the same area mm-hmm. the guy insists on stopping in gatlin after plowing through a kid yeah <laughs> Just, well, they kept that for the they movie. They kept that in the movie. You gotta have that kid getting just wrecked. That I don't know how that went in the theater, Honestly, but I yelled out loud watching it uh, earlier today when I was rewatching this movie. I was like, "Oh, oh dear!" A lot of people I could tell were not totally into this movie, but let me tell you, just from the first maybe what ten minutes of this movie. I was kind of like knocked out, man. This yeah. movie starts with a bunch of kids murdering every adult in town in fairly grisly fashion. Also, every adult was like 74 years old. A lot of old folks. A lot of olds. Town. So yeah. it was an easy fight. These kids yeah. got, they, they poisoned a room. When you, yeah, when you see our narrator kid being like, it was a Sunday and I was going to the diner. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh boy. But then immediately like the tension is actually there and there's like. It's real. The kids are kind of nodding at each other. One of them puts something in the coffee. You're like, oh shit. That's how they're going to do it. Yeah. And Mal- uh, Malachi's there at the pinball machine. And it's, I thought it was really scary. Isaac's that at the window. It was like. iconic. It was like a breakfast. So it was really yeah. sunny. And here they're like poisoning the, the coffee. That's I don't know, that's actually scary. Man. That's, that's a pretty, crazy. I mean, they're pretty confident that everyone wants more coffee. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, a, imagine, I'd be that. I mean, idiot. not, I guess not everyone, because they did have to start hacking people up. Yeah, they started the non coffee so, drinkers. Yeah. No There's thanks a, for me. None for me. Uh, you're going to want some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be worse if you don't have coffee. Like right now, one on one, like, I, I could beat up a kid. Oh, I'm confident man. like I could beat up That was a kid. me watching this whole movie like, could I take six of these kids? Yeah, but this movie is really good at making you do the math. And <laughs> yeah. if you're a realist, you could see how easy it is to get under like overwhelmed by even a bunch of eight-year-olds. Because you're thinking like, all right, one eight-year-old, one, one eight-year-old and one nine-year-old girl. 
then you're having to like, okay, okay, well, that's still two. It's still two. If that one gets behind me, I'm fucked. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could land, like, two good shots. But, like, yeah, if one moves around you, like, already you're in danger. So then suddenly when the numbers are six, seven, and... It also, like, made me think how programmed I am to not hit a kid. Yeah. Like, it would be really tough for you to just start swinging a pipe at a kid's head, even if he was, like... Bugging you. Oh, yeah. To chase Start you swinging down. it like a seven like, year old girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so. Like, it, really? The one thing that's really maddening about this? the story is not only it's like this couple that's just like never gonna f- like fall back in love. Yeah, yeah. Pretty bleak. It's this guy just keeps insisting after the, the book basically starts with them nailing the kid. You don't get the prologue uh-huh. of the adults at all or prelogue. Right, right, right. And, uh, then most of the book is just him insisting that they take this kid to the nearest town. And then a big section of the finishing stretch is him refusing to accept that the town is vacant. Hmm. It is just a ghost town. And she is just yelling at him the whole time going like, nobody in there, nobody in there. That car hasn't been moved in a decade. Like when was the last time gas was that cheap? 15 years ago. And he's just going, there has to be a town constable here. I'm going to drag this dead nine-year-old and drop him off at the... He just keeps insisting, and then yeah. his thoughts are just like, this This lady's hysterical. It's like, I'm not sure what's happening in this, this King story. There's no kids. And it does peak at one point where she starts hearing, like, children's laughter mm. on the wind, you know. That's scary. But I don't know. If, I don't think it's one of his best. It's a different, it's different, a different vibe. Though. Different vibe. Different yeah. layout. Total. Just a different vibe. This one was more like, what if Two Thousand Maniacs was kids? Yeah. Hell and yeah. That's that's and the vibe. I, you and give I think off it's this better. One. I think it's an improvement. Uh, there's some good high moments in this, but there's so much of this guy insisting on like, what is this uh, town record of the obits here? They all, <laughs> they all died in a certain year. If these records are to be believed, uh-huh. as he's just sitting there in this up church that looks, ugh. so it's one of those kind of maddening. Like, why are they still here? Oh, this movie definitely has that. Yeah, after they're on the road and they hit a kid. Yeah, they stop at a gas station to try to get some help. They're there for ten minutes. It feels like mm-hmm. that's where the movie really starts slowing down. So you and me. We've gone. We've gone on some trips. We want sure. We, we drive, and let me tell you. I don't know it's bec- if it's because we're such ardent fans of movies like these, or if I'm just a, a a person who knows odds better than people. We've seen so many movies where a guy just on the outskirts of an upcoming town is like, "Look, if I were you, I would turn back around <laughs> from whence you came." And never think about Gatlin again. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know what? This guy's crazy. We're going to Gatlin to the constable. Like, I'd like to think that I'd be just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> like, let's just do it. Why are yeah. we here? Why are we in Nebraska it's right now? It's the same with the uh, the bite. Where the bite, the, yeah. The, he's like, nah, I think I'll go through the nuclear uh, <laughs> testing site. Even though the guy at the gas station pretty clear about not doing Snakeland? that. Snakeland? Yeah, I think I'll drive <laughs> through Snakeland. Okay. I think we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. R.G. Armstrong, pretty good as the gas station attendant. Great character guy. I did like him, yeah. He's good. He shows up in tons of westerns. Mm-hmm. Great guy. He's the uh, the the main baddie the guy Evil that, Speak. The guy that like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where I was like, oh, yeah, that's how I know him. R.G. Armstrong's in some, he's got a great IMDb page. Yeah. Awesome dude. Great face. 
mm-hmm. looks like a good gas station attendant. He's always a grubby guy in a in a saloon in a western. You know, a fur trader comes into town to to Boonesboro. Mm-hmm. He's that guy, and he's a good that guy. So I like him as the. 80s, 90s version of that guy. <laughs> As the most unhelpful gas station attendant yeah. in c- cinema history. Got yeah. no gas, got no diesel, got no phone, no bathroom. But one of these, I think I'm, I, I think I can pick up on bad vibes. Mm-hmm. If a guy is really being like, you're not welcome around here. <laughs> you don't want to know this town's you know, secret. That's that's one of the things we we're losing in this modern era. You know, yeah. You don't have the creepy gas station off the side of the road anymore. We don't. They're all like big, you know, rest stop looking mini malls and stuff now. Yeah. There was one time driving up to Portland where it was like we had passed uh, one of the towns in the middle of Oregon. Yeah. Didn't get gas. Had to stop and get gas somewhere, and it was literally called like Wolf Creek. It's the exit, <laughs> and it's just woods, and you get off the freeway, and it's like sign that way, and you're dr- and there's nothing around. Oh yeah, there's no f- buildings. You get to one gas station, and there was like guys with like no shirts on, just like hanging, <laughs> up, hanging out. And we we're like, we're getting gas. We get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not checking out what else Wolf Creek yeah, has to offer. That was the yeah. That's the one time where I was like, we're in, we're not we shouldn't be here. <laughs> we should not have stopped for gas here. Yeah, but now it's all Subway sandwich shops and mini marts and yeah, and like Wendy's that look you, like you know? condos. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's it's shitty. Yeah, so I kind of get the appeal of like, look, we thought Nebraska would be fun. Turns out we it was a boner. <laughs> I boned up. All right, I didn't plan on hitting a kid, Linda. <laughs> it's not my bad, right? He was just standing in it's the middle of the road. Not my bad. This kid was shoved out there potentially. Clearly. And <laughs> But, yeah, I love uh, how this movie starts, and I think the, the scares kind of sustain me from there. Mm-hmm. I think the, the start is strong enough that it held up, because we get a lot of kids in this. Not yeah. a lot of kids in the book. A good swarming scene, though. Very scarily written kid swarm scene. In the book. In Very the, in effective the story. in the yeah. book. We get a lot of kids, though. We get yeah, once we get to the town and we get the kids. And, yeah, I, I felt like that beginning drive takes about five minutes for the gas station tended to get killed off off screen yeah. kind of like a lot of like stuff happening off camera what the dog you... they kill the dog it's like yeah come on, man what are you doing though bummer. stick into the, stick into your station <laughs> get out of, you gotta get out of there man i know they're just... but they're kids he knows it's just a bunch of kids like you could take him he was ready to fight those <laughs> he, kids he, he did, did not he was well. ready no. but they they showed you man when there's four of them man kids are scary Kids are scary, man. Those are some big kids, though. Like, we had legit teenagers. Malachi is a big dude. Yeah. He's such a... I forget the name of that actor, but he's the guy who plays Hans in The Burbs. Yeah. The Love great him. Hans. He was like that that weird 80s redhead. Corey kid. Gaines. Yeah, Corey yeah, yeah. Gaines? Courtney Gaines. Courtney Gaines. There yeah, yeah. Go. He was in Back to the Future as like one of the maybe Biff's guys. Was he in Colors? It's like a weird random be. like because there was also that redheaded like Mexican dude that showed up in a lot of the early nineties gang <laughs> movies. It's like man, that'd be cool if Courtney Gaines was getting getting work in colors. He's got like, one hundred and thirty five credits. Like the dude's That's off, man. Dude's working right now in a lot of stuff. Looks if like he's actually that a producer just grew and director up watching too. Burbs on a Saturday afternoon on Fox and uh, found out the guy who played Hans has a thirty year career. That's movies. That's baby. A, that's a great character. Yeah, that Hans character. Love him. And Malachi's good. Yeah, he's like yeah. a. 
a creep, but with some weird, confident teenage backbone. Cool character. Cool name, too, Malachi. Good, yeah, a lot of great biblical names. Real here. overly religious, like Puritan children is mm-hmm. very creepy. Puritan religion stuff is scary to me anyway. Witch yeah, stuff, yeah. Salem stuff, that's scary to me. People, and that's why these kind of movies still work today. The crazy religious people trying to like just impose all of their beliefs. And so this idea of just going into a town where, no, 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 we do our things this way. <laughs> And that's murdering all adults. It's it, yeah. It's a we just believe it to be the way. And when they turn eighteen, they basically off themselves. Uh, Logan's Run style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they're very much like, no, nah, it's just about kids. We're just doing our kid thing here. Yeah. But then they act like very adult in their talking and uh, it's really creepy religious fervor, where they're just like, praise Jesus, praise yeah, how do you, God. Yeah, Isaac. How do you feel about Isaac? Creepy kid. <laughs> Classic. A uh, guy who's actually 24 playing like a 12-year-old. Oh, yeah. This guy's like a 47-year-old man. It uh, No, he was legit 24. He was. <laughs> I think he was 47. <laughs> he said 24. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, creepy ass It was like kid. that Edgar Renteria thing where it's like, is this guy actually 36? Is he 31? He's aging like a 36-year-old shortstop. Stephen King's got something about the creepy kids, man. It's, you know, it, it can never... be good like in The Shining or they can be evil like, yeah, like yeah. Isaac here. There's a lot of kid stuff. Pet cemetery. You never hear about you whenever the, the kid. couldn't make this movie kind of conversation. Nobody ever brings up something like pet cemetery, mm-hmm. where just a two-year-old is getting whipped into a wall. <laughs> you know, like you know, short of the cord, where kids are just getting like you know killed. Yeah, like kids are getting hit, man. Nobody talks about those. Nobody's making movies like that. So I guess that's. I guess am I am I taking a pro like. I guess the you're saying there should Cronenberg, be more violence against children. Cronenberg in smothered a kid and did surgery on. Yeah, Cronenberg's him. doing Cronenberg's it right, bringing it back. No, we were talking recently about how every movie this year has, has a, been has some baby kid death, has some yeah. kid getting killed in it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not like the kids as the villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> more villainous kids, I think, is a lot what of you're villainous saying. murdered kids. Yeah, a lot of possessed kids. I like I, this is one of those movies too where I like that there's actually something supernatural going on. It's not just some asshole kid who convinced a bunch of kids to be murderers. Yeah, I always like when it gives you a little something else to chew on. The supernatural being from beyond the corn. Yeah, he who walks the behind kid. the rose. Yeah, very classic King sounding. It's uh, cool. Yeah, kind of disappointing the lack of detail in both the movie and the book. Really one of those, like, I think the most it goes into in the book is describing him as a green monster with red eyes the size of footballs. Hmm. That's what I remember. So it's just like, well, I... That's more than you get in the is movie. Is it like the guy at the end of Forbidden Planet? The movie, it's so more... Like that thing? Like yeah, an electricity yeah. monster? That's what I was thinking. The movie, was, I was just going to say something more like that or like the toxic guy from Fern Gully where it's just kind of... <laughs> he's mostly yeah. smoke, you know, and noise. <laughs> sure. I... It was, I think, because this movie was, well, because the was budget no of like a shot on video, they couldn't flick. afford the footballs. Yeah, or the red we paint. can't do the glowing <laughs> footballs, guys. This movie, this movie is like a two hundred and fifty grand movie. So that's I, insane. I looked it up. It was like a million dollars original budget. Then they wanted to put Stephen King's name above the title, Stephen King's Children of the oh, Corn. Oh, sure. And he was like, sure, for half a million dollars. <laughs> And they gave it to him, and then they had, basically, they had to cut a bunch of shit out of the movie because <laughs> they couldn't afford to don't, make it anymore. Don't have this. Don't have this. 
a half a don't have a monster budget anymore a million dollars what a king for to just just on top of whatever he was probably already getting man for like a 30 page story just and and they made and like you said now they've made a dozen of those movies has there like page for page got to be his most profitable story oh it has to be like he's made how is this one with the most sequels (laughs) half a million dollars (laughs) in 84 in 1984 that dude's loaded how much money is is he worth this is really like a kevin smith like spending big on the clerk's soundtrack (laughs) just like well i'm filming this on super eight for like 500 can afford that but the score the soundtracks like cost 25k (laughs) you know well that's like when uh following your gut i guess they wanted carpenter to do h2o and he's like pay me a million dollars or something yeah they're like no i i I can't do Uh, i guess not the children of the corn people said yes (laughs) they said we will we'll give you whatever you want children of the corn great 20 pages becomes what i think is a good movie this is a good horror movie this thing entertains me it gives me everything i want children corn a lot of you know a lot of killing the cast is good uh i think chase sequences yeah it's like what yeah the town is great the town Mm -hmm. is creepy it's a great looking abandoned town with a great amount of the right amount of overgrowth yeah definitely instant bad vibes i would not you couldn't pay me to linger in an abandoned town even with a nine-year-old's body in the trunk yeah i'm not finding authorities in this town nope man and then and then when you see like three kids and then you're like let's follow them like you've seen nobody for an hour and you just and now you see and you're kids. Like, Let's see three kids. No man, <laughs> I would have, I would have immediate night of the comet. Like it's Saturday, <laughs> all right. Where are the kids? And then it's like, nope, this is too, this is way too many kids. Where are the adults? These yeah. people go so long without a reasonable adult. I just don't think I would do that. I think I couldn't <laughs> do it. I'm too much of a coward. This movie was 90 minutes of me confronting the fact that I would leave a dead kid lying in the middle of a Nebraska <laughs> cornfield. And I don't think I liked that. I think that was scaring me the whole time. You had to look inside yourself and go, well, I mean, there's no cell phone. There's no way to contact anyone. Yeah. 1984? I would have left him, but I would have called somebody, right? I would have reported. Oh, authorities God, know. I don't know. Oh, 1984. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's no way they would have found out. I don't out. know, man. There's no tracker on your car. They don't know your, where you are in Nebraska. I don't know. You would, be, in 84, you would get away with this. Yeah. I mean, I'd get away with it in 2022. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, oh, God, I had to think about that the whole mm. time. It's like, and putting him in the car. Oh, God. I don't know. Ah, man. Nah, I'd drag that kid to a cornfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing yeah. A, okay, dragging the kid to a cornfield, seeing the bloody suitcase, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking gone. That kid's not in my car. That suitcase is in my car. I'm speeding out of town. Off into the sunset. Well, once you, yeah, once he finds out that the kid's throat is cut, it'd be like, I'm all, I'm, I'm scot free. Yeah, corner's nope, gonna call this. Ran, hey. I did the kid a favor. <laughs> I, this kid he was, was already dead when I ran away. Officer, yep, I am, I am <laughs> cool. Took off. I am cool as a breeze, and I am breezing through fucking Gatlin. I am fucking innocent. <laughs> oh yeah, that is all I need to be exonerated. You could not get me. Oh, I would run back to that car so quickly. God, I would do anything to get back in that driver's seat and drive away from Gatlin. And these people soldier on. And these people get just followed, and they walk right into it. They walk right into it. This is the easiest sacrifice you've ever seen. Never once treated with the jovialty of the people in, uh, you know, Brotherhood of Satan or 
2000 maniacs. Those people were greeted first. These kids are first. dead serious about yeah. killing adults they for love the god. It. They love it. The, appeasing the corn god. They believe in corn gods so hard. <laughs> but we get a lot of her driving in the car looking at this corn thing being like, are we sure about this? And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah, that thing. Yeah, that's a Nebraska thing. Corn totem? Sure. The, yeah, yeah. The hanging corn totem. Yeah. Nothing suspicious there. No. This is just the thing they do. Find they, them love, all, they love all, all over the place. Areas. Yeah, and it is creepy, man. So maybe, they, maybe they do. I, I've never driven through Nebraska. Very well could just be I'm like gonna. little dolls made out of corn everywhere. I'm old enough now where there's certain states that I can just put You're a good. line through. Like, I'm not going to do it. And that's yeah, right yeah. there. I mean, where am I? what am I doing in Nebraska? I'm not. It hasn't Sorry, happened Nebraska. yet. It's not happening. No, someone is listening in Nebraska and like just not. I mean, I don't have anything against Nebraskans <laughs> themselves. I'm but just it's saying, never going to come up cruising through, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm sure. What? Situations. Omaha's never... cool, right? That's a cool. Gotta city. be. Yeah. yeah. So all right, but I bet a lot of Nebraska is. So, I mean, we got California ain't, ain't a peach. We got some rough stretches of California here, right? We can get corn in California. Yeah. Just go to the Central Valley. We'll find some corn. California has some bad stretches of boring land, so every state's got it. Yeah, yeah. But God, I would. I'm not driving through it. This is not a problem that's going to happen to me. And I was scared happening to these people, even when they're making irrational decisions. It's like the same thing as watching Jaws. Like I'm never going in the ocean, but still. <laughs> yeah, but still, <laughs> I don't like that it happens. <laughs> I don't like that I have to see it. I'm scared for Linda Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. And she's so Does cute. A, she's all so wrapped sweet. up on the corn crucifix with the... Uh, That's uh, scary. The uh, the cop, like, skeleton Yeah, up there, the blue man. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of that, too. Yeah. So these kids' ideals aren't all that bad. <laughs> <laughs> they have their heads on straight, at least on some issues. So it's tough when I do agree with them on some issues, yeah. but I don't totally agree with them on all adults are bad. Right. The I diner get their, owner is not bad. Yeah. Man's I get their A cab stance, but the A ab <laughs> stance. I'm the triple A B stance. I'm not on. Yeah. Yeah. COTCs need to lighten up on the AHA. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I am really scared of, uh, of eyeball scooping. Ooh. Whenever the yeah, threat yeah, yeah. of, uh, not just the sacrifice and crucifix itself. Crucifixion's bad. Don't get me wrong. That's bad. <laughs> Being left up as a crucified sacrifice for an here to unseen corn monster, bad. Yeah. But don't also like threaten to scoop out my eyeballs. Ugh. Eyeball scooping played heavily into the story. Mm-hmm. When he finds her, her eyeballs are like scooped out. Oh, she's King? had corn husks stuffed into her throat, and Damn. she's turned into like Jesus. yeah, real gross and gnarly. Didn't have the budget for eyeball scooping or uh, like a prosthetic corn husk. I'm glad. Yeah, we didn't need to see that. No, so we didn't go that far. And I think that low budget kind of works in the movie's favor. I think the fact that they made this work on such a, oh, we had this money before. We have less than half that now. Mm -hmm. Things will have to change. I think it kind of led the movie in a new direction and... Kind of gave it the charm of those like shot on video movies. Yeah, there's a few moments like the power imbalance between Isaac and Malachi, and there's a few things that was like, oh, that's I I like that they didn't have to include that, but I like the the reveals that the book doesn't have. It gives us more times to find out that not every kid agrees with Isaac. Yes, not every kid is susceptible to this cult. That's a cool element. I think that's a cool addition to the story. 
uh even if it's just kids playing like i don't know ronette's records in, the, in her <laughs> well, old it's house it's illegal to like color yeah like, so if you're gonna kill every adult but you don't let the kids be kids like what are we doing here oh of course how could i forget another main reveal in the story classic king uh the kids in the story fuck uh, okay yeah all right. A lot of the girls are pregnant uh, in Steve. that story. That's so that's how they keep the thing. kids coming. That's how the supply for the corn king every 18 years keeps keeps on a steady. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a big one. They didn't, they didn't approach that Did in the Did not either. broach the pregnant kids in the film version. For the better, yeah. The film version is much more of a... <laughs> we're getting out of here and we're kicking some kids' asses <laughs> along the way. And I also like that. Yeah. The first one is just like, I'm getting run down and chased deeper and deeper into the corn. Man, maybe the book is better than I'm. Mm. book is really starker and really dark. Sounds like it, And yeah. really gross in that way. And the movie is just like, look, now I'm ready to kill some kids. <laughs> I'm ready to get out of here by hook or by crook. Yeah, it's literally him running away and then, and then being like, get, get off yeah <laughs> like, just, the fuck out. yeah just Peter like not Orton, like, like stiff arming some them. kids right yeah. just like fuck out of here get off me asshole yeah, yeah. once it real <laughs> once push really comes to shove and you dispatch of like one of the old like 17 and 18 year old ones you really can just like your legs can be strong enough to kick down three kids at a yeah. time like that could be a thing hasn't happened to me yet but if i end up having to go through nebraska for any reason I'm not hesitating, I don't think. I think I would kick, oh, yeah, kick yeah. a town of kids. You come at me, I don't care. AJ once nothing I'm, but a number. Once I'm running down alleys, man, that stuff's scary. Yeah, yeah. This is a good... That's I, what I mean, know. this movie gave me exactly what I wanted. I just needed a guy getting kind of bloodied up a little bit, running down the alley. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, tied to the Yeah, the once they had cross. to split, that's scary. Yeah. Getting going down different... I don't know. Scary Town. It worked for me. I thought the movie Scary Town was really good. And it's like good. 90 minutes. It's like it's it's one of those where it's like it's not offensive. It's not like bad. Yeah, I thought if it went it's by a shrug, super... it's a shrug, but it's like I, I enjoyed it. I, I saw this as part of a double feature. Mm. And this was the second movie of the double feature, so it was already, you know, going to be ending past 11 on a Thursday. Right, right. I thought this movie breezed by. I liked the pacing. I liked the uh, the story developments. I liked the elements that weren't in the book. I liked uh, Linda Hamilton a lot. She's like the best version of the that Meg Foster, Kirstie Alley type. Mm, She's the softest, sure, nicest sure. version of that. Uh, not mean and uh, yeah, yeah, witchy. She's helpful in this movie too. I yes. like that she actually gets to help him out at the end. They have quite the uh, elaborate plan at the end to get rid of this corn monster. Yes. The like, let's get the gasoline from the barn infiltrate the sprinkler <laughs> yeah, system like, of the corn he had with to it change out Molotov so many like <laughs> galvanized pipe ends exactly. to construct for, this they're thing they're looking for pieces attachments that fit these pipes he is macgyvering <laughs> up this whole gas spreader at the end this yeah. is a plan that took so much construction on the fly too this is so on the fly this guy's good he's not just a doctor he's out. an engineer yeah, yeah. i know we i just love out. that whole like and then he's like how do i work this machine he, He's cranking this thing. He's it's a hitting big, it. Yeah, he's hitting it with Fonzie a wrench like it. he's Fonzie in this <laughs> gas spreader that he's going to burn down the cornfield with. Then, like, even does, like, the weak toss, and kids got to go get the Molotov cocktail and give him that. It's oh, like, yeah. That was a good, like, and then, the yeah, they kind of steal the uh, 
lot of like stealing from other movies in this movie too. <laughs> I love where I, it's we like run out of budget. We're like, look, we're lifting some good ideas. Like, we're going strong. All right, I know we just wrapped a tree around a guy in you know Evil Dead, but we're gonna do it in this with corn. Uh, the uh, yeah, the scene of the thing under the ground is like very the thing that you looks know. cool yeah i thought the, uh, the cool thing effect. burrowing up the monster underground that you don't really see i thought that was a pretty cool effect yeah and you know it's was done probably as cheap as possible and so we ran a wire through some dirt that we zoomed in on but i don't know i kind of liked the dirt eye view mm-hmm. this kind of like tremors <laughs> the yeah. worm eye view of uh this thing totally it looked pretty cool felt like just a super high budget straight to video movie yeah there was a sense sometimes of this kind of being a very like tv movie feel mm-hmm. but i kind of like that i but like then it got bloody i like daytime uh tv movie horror mm-hmm. dark night of scarecrow is one of the scariest things i've seen two-thirds of the scary stuff that movie happens in broad daylight daytime tv <laughs> yeah. movie horror is scary and yeah, this kept me scared. This kept me entertained. I love I the explosion at the end. Great. With the animated like monster in the smoke. <laughs> yeah. Great. He did look like the forbidden planet. Totally. Just like, yeah. But it was shaking uh, his big monster <laughs> fists. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. So, but the thing I don't get. Yeah. They, we have a huge, big explosion. The whole cornfield blows up. It's a great up. looking explosion. Good stuff. And then we have to end it with like a girl in the back seat being like, ah! And I, then she gets knocked out by a car door, and that's the end dude, of the, the movie. The ending kicked so much what ass. The fuck? This ending was so. This movie ended on basically a fucking I'm high like, five. Why are we still here? Rock. <laughs> this explosion is huge. So it it felt like one of those great like. 80s direct video action movies we see were like oh shit oh they had a line <laughs> they, of explosives they, they set off this. yeah so this cornfield fire explosion looked really cool yeah and then it cuts to them getting in their car like tossing their jackets over the shoulders we're like well let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> and then when the girl jumps out of the car they just like knock this kid out <laughs> and linda hamilton's just like Send her a postcard <laughs> and then it's just like freeze frame high five fade to black credits <laughs> And it's like a Huey Lewis song, like, Children of Cone. <laughs> With the man behind the rose. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so, it's, yeah, Children. such a strange, like, wow, big explosive ending. And then, like, one girl being like, ah! And then they slam <laughs> yeah. the car door on her, and he's like, she's out cold. Credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Let's hit the road, Jack. I it's mean, so good. I don't know what happened there. I just burst out. I cheered, man. I so couldn't funny. help it. It was such a just high five, high five freeze frame, like sunglasses, <laughs> thumbs up moment. Like they just you got to kick one more kid's ass. Might as well just like flip off the Gatlin sign, freeze frame style. Was it the exactly. nicest little town you'll ever, uh, you'll ever see? Something, Some, yeah, something creepy. I wasn't looking at the sides. sign of the Gatling. Yeah, I was too busy worrying about those <laughs> poor kids. That hit to the credits, man. That's so awesome. I died for like the next minute. That was the craziest, <laughs> so weird. best, weirdest ending. Send him a postcard from Seattle. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. Stephen King's Children of the yeah. Corn. Wham! Yeah, crashing through like the Mad Max opening. Love it. No notes. Yeah, right. Make eleven more. Yeah, you know what? Make them in a pandemic Keep year. Going. 
What better year to reboot a town in the middle of nowhere movie than the newest Children of the Corn Make a prequel. in 2020? Yeah. The fourth one has Naomi Watts. Oh, yeah. I've never you seen gotta any movies. You got to check out some more of these Leaving COTCs. this movie, the, uh, this uh, old, you know, older, other weird lady that goes to cult movies on Thursday night, she says, have you seen any of the sequels? And I was like, oh, no. What the... How many are there? Like two, three? She goes, 11. <laughs> hey, you're pulling my leg, lady. Who are Who's this dummy? 11. Man. One in 2020? Is that? Are there more Amityvilles or Children of the Corn movies? Oh, probably Amityville. Amityville is license-free. Oh, yeah. You can go on oh, we should the make cheapest Amazon. Movie. No. <laughs> oh, oh, we can make one. Oh, I thought you were we saying. Sh- yeah, if, we, you were if saying there's no license, Amityville we should just, podcast. We should just make a movie of us hanging out and then call it like Amityville the podcast. I mean, even so by the direct-to-video real Amityville ones in the early 90s, it wasn't at the Amityville house anymore. It was items of furniture from the Amity house. I cannot <laughs> wait for our podcast on Amityville. It's about time. <laughs> yeah. Which is about a grandfather clock from the Amityville house. Mm. It's about time. I like, what if it. Annabelle was a clock yeah. <laughs> instead of a doll? So already, that's in like 93 mm-hmm. for the Amityville series. I do not want to delve into the 2020s of Amityville, but I will make one. Amityville podcast. <laughs> Maybe Children of the Corn is the same way. Maybe we can make our own Children Should, of yeah, the Corn. Yeah, the license has to be out there for yeah. any prospective buyer. Is this still a viable commodity? I know they're making Puppet Masters still. Oh, someone's watching these movies. I didn't realize we had as many corns as Puppet Masters. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> what other franchises are just out there? Do they hit a certain club? This is like the Land Before Time Club. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, just hit yeah, the yeah. Double Digits Club. You're at a certain level. The Ten Timers Club. Well, what we're, we talk about how there's uh, there's like seven Pirates of the Caribbean movies somehow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like three Pirates of the Caribbeans in the 2010s. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> I didn't hear about any of these. Just making them. I'm not seeing these. How is this this deep in the series? Yeah, I guess they're out there. I haven't seen half of the Furious, Fast and oh, Furious. No. They're, they're almost, they have to be at 10. Yeah, I think so, <laughs> at least. Insane. Probably like Children of the Corn. Similar budgets. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I was into this. I liked it. It's a fun movie. It's yeah. on Shudder right now. It is. Check it out. I have no idea where the other 11 are. You can play that fun streaming mm, scavenger hunt. Yeah. Might do that what after these- this. Is that like a selling point? I'm going to see a Peacock banner ad that's like, we got all the corn. <laughs> <laughs> that would, I mean, that would the be the harvest a, moon. Yeah, it's the summer of the corn or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah. We well, got the corn. But they're, they're, they're playing all of them except like the Naomi Watts one, like the one you want to see. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One through three, five through 12. It's like how Shutter, Shutter has uh, all the phantasms except two. Like, ah. They couldn't get two. Two so So good. if you want to watch one, three, <laughs> Four and five, and you know two's probably just on Tubi. For, for, for like <laughs> that everybody. one's probably, I think that's probably on Peacock, right? Yeah, yeah. it's so dumb. <laughs> but yeah, check out Children of the Corn. Oh, Tell us if any of the others are actually, you know, I'd be curious. Good. Yeah. I'd pr- the next one I'd probably do is the Naomi Watts one for sure. I mean, I guess two played theaters though. That's the only other theatrical one. So. Well, it's it's weird because it's like the first one's eighty four, and then two is like ninety two or jump. three. Yeah, and then they're like every year after that. And that's when, I mean, we weren't getting theatrical horror that much in the early 90s. You know, that was post-boom. Mm-hmm. So for Children of the Corn 2 to be like, yeah, we should bring that back to theaters. That's, I think that can skip direct-to-video. How big's the budget? Huh. 
yeah. <laughs> we've watched some cheap huh. movies that had a way bigger budget than Children of the Corn. And I think that means something. Mm-hmm. That, I think that makes that's going to make this movie better for me. And that shot from a perfectly panned up shot from a rooftop of the crosswalk slowly being filled with kids. Mm. That's a great horror shot. They had some great shots of kids filling space. Yeah, yeah. Some good moments. And worked for me. I'm a fan. There you go. I'm a fan of the franchise. Put it on the box. What can I say? It worked for me. I mean, that's true. That's Like I said, it gives you everything you need. Don't look for more, but uh, enjoy it. Yeah. I'm pro-corn. It's the best you could do from a 30-page book (laughs) or story that that you changed completely, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Lawnmower Man movie, not very faithful to the short story. Lawnmower Man 2 Beyond Cyberspace, very different from the source (laughs) material. Yeah. They took Lawnmower Man in a very different direction from its roots. Children of Corn just kind of flips it a bit. And I think I liked a lot of the changes. Check it out. Short stories online somewhere. You can find that. Mm. Do them both. It'll take you two and a half hours on a Sunday. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. And good night. <laughs>